Welcome to the Top Trader South Africa YouTube channel. My name is Nobile Tambani and this is All Things Forex. And today we are coming through with a bit of a twist. We're not necessarily going to be talking about Forex things per se, but we're going to be going into cryptocurrency investing as well. And today I've got Tibusa with me to come and have that conversation with me about that. Thank you for coming through. Thanks, my man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, okay, no. So, um, if we could just go, how did you get involved with cryptocurrency? investing um it's a really a funny story though yeah um, i normally tell people you know once people make it in in certain industry they don't want to really speak about their beginning yeah, yeah um but i was actually in in a, in a bad space when i started and i was i was online looking for some something i can do to generate money online i had lost my business lost my property sure. moved around and I was down and out, yeah. you know, so I was looking for an opportunity to um, invest online, you know, and um, that was in 2015 and uh, boom on my screen, Triple M came. <laughs> <laughs> so Triple M came yeah, yeah. and I, I researched and at that time it, it was good, everybody was happy, mm. you know, and there was this Triple M global account where people were investing in Bitcoins, you know. So I, I got interested, you know, but the first time I heard about Bitcoin was in 2014 from, from a cousin of mine who was uh, involved with Kipi also. Okay. So they had started um, investing or making payments in, in Bitcoin. When he told me about it in 2014, I went home, I researched, I got confused, man. It was yeah. too much for my brain. I said, I let me leave this thing. So it came back to me again in 2015, mm -hmm. but now I was desperate. I needed some income. And that's how I learned about Bitcoin initially, though I was involved in Triple M, but when it really collapsed, then I started digging myself deeper into cryptocurrency. Then I realized which this industry is huge. Mm. You know, it's as big as the internet. Yeah. And I started learning more about blockchain technology. I started learning more about other coins besides Bitcoin. And I realized, I remember telling my wife, saying that, baby, this is it. I found what I've been looking for yeah, yeah. for so many years. Yeah, so basically that's how I started. And um, um, along the way, we'll talk about it as we continue with the interview. Mm -hmm. I, I learned quite a lot mm. and I'm still learning yeah, uh, yeah, yeah so my background is IT so okay. it was easy for me to get into it and uh, understand the technicalities of it you know and I'm still studying and I'm still researching even more even today yeah, yeah. that's how I started okay <laughs> and that's so I hear you say your background is IT do does, does one person need an IT background uh, no unless you're gonna go really technical and deep mm -hmm. as, as, as I did. Um, cryptocurrency has complicated uh, ways. There's many ways, there's about four main ways that you can end in, in cryptocurrency. One of them being mining. And uh, mining is a way whereby there is a complicated mathematical equation that is solved by computers. Mm -hmm. So back in 2010, you could mine bitcoins with your laptop at home mm -hmm. using your normal CPU, and um, but you you couldn't do that later. You can you certainly can't do it today. Mm -hmm. So you need sophisticated uh, machines yeah, that yeah. can mine bitcoin for you. So we moved from 2010 to about 20, 
2012 and 2014 when people were now mining with graphic cards. So that part requires some technicalities because there's some coding that is involved. But mm -hmm. for um, a, a normal person, you don't need to. All you need is an exchange, more like a broker in, in, in Forex. So you can go into the exchange, buy your Bitcoin and keep it there or move it to a safekeeping. So you don't have to unless you really want to get deep into the technology. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so can you just go a bit more in depth and explain to somebody who really doesn't know what cryptocurrency investing is exactly? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, cryptocurrency investing, it's like a buying and selling, right? So it's like what you're doing with Forex but we are dealing with tokens or we are dealing with coins. Mm -hmm. So initially what you are doing is you are buying a coin in the hopes that that coin will be valued uh, at a higher rate than you bought it. Yeah. It's like you going out and buy a Kruger rent. So when you go out and buy a Kruger rent, you are initially buying a coin. Mm -hmm. And when you're buying that coin, you just leave it over time uh, so that it generates value later on. Like I said, um, Bitcoin started in 20, 20, 2008, 2009. Yeah, yeah. And believe it or not, it was less than one cent <laughs> back in those days. Yeah. Right. Sure. So I got into a space in 2015, mm. and my first Bitcoin that I bought was 3,000 rands. That was my first Bitcoin that I bought. Yeah. And you know what happened in 2017, December? One Bitcoin was 350,000 rands. So you can imagine buying one Bitcoin for 3,000 rands and then it's now 350,000 rands yeah. two years later. Sure. Um, so basically that's what it is. You are buying um, coins and tokens yeah. uh, in the hope that later on they're going to be more in value. That's the simplest way I can explain it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So uh, obviously we know uh, you, your Bitcoin was like the leading cryptocurrency out there. Yeah. So leading up to its high, the highest it's ever reached, I think it was December 2018. 17. 17, oh, yeah. 17. Uh, leading up to that high right there. Um, what was it like during that year, during that? Because I'm sure you, you must have had moments where you felt like, no, I need to take my, my money now while it was still going up. Yeah. Like, what were some of the emotions you were going through through that? Yeah. Um, well, 2017, I was more experienced mm -hmm. and I knew what I, expe I expected. Well, I expected Bitcoin to be, um, at that time it was trading, I was saying in dollars because I normally trade in dollars. So at that time it was trading at about $215, $230, So I was expecting by the end of December, Bitcoin to be $1,200. And how I got that amount is that um, it was the high that Bitcoin had in 2012. And then it plummeted down to about $200. Mm. So there's what we call when we go in, into depth, there's what we call in, in cryptocurrency uh, a cycle. It's a three-year, four-year cycle. Yeah. So what happens is that that is powered by also another event that is called Bitcoin halving. So what happens is that every four years, there's a halving that happens with Bitcoins. I spoke about mining. So in 2010, when you mined Bitcoins, mm. every block that was released into the blockchain was, it had about 50 Bitcoins. Mm. And then in 2012, that was halved. 
so that now there was 25 bitcoins. And then in 2016, it was halved again. There was now 12 bitcoins that were in there. And that's where, that's where we're sitting at. So we are now, this year, going into another halving. That's four-year cycles. Okay. So every four years, Bitcoin has been halved. So the supply is reduced into half. Mm. And what happens is that that event, um, it pushes the price of Bitcoin ridiculously. Uh, so I expected Bitcoin to, um, by December 2017, to at least reach the high mm. that it, 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 it did in 2012. Mm. I did not expect $20,000. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I knew that I needed to buy Bitcoins and I started reading my portfolio really buying quite a lot mm. in April of 2017 mm. and I knew that if I can buy as many Bitcoins as I can I know that one Bitcoin will be valued at $1,200 by the end of the year mm. but I truly did not expect <laughs> <laughs> that it will be 20000 yeah, yeah. because my, my knowledge was also limited then okay. you know so I'm more experienced now I'm more learned now in, mm. into the industry. Even right now, it's it's a perfect time for people to buy bitcoins. Okay. If I tell you the figures, you won't believe. Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that's great. Yeah. So uh, obviously, uh, what have been some of the pros and cons that you've uh, experienced over the years with Bitcoin? I think it was using Bitcoin um, prematurely instead of. Uh, holding it as using it as a store of value instead of holding it and not using it those days I mean we were we were just excited I remember um, my first Bitcoin card it was from a company called Zeppel and um, it was a black card you know yeah. I, was, I was so excited yeah. that I can just go to a store and swipe my card you know, I say, hey, I spent bitcoins. I didn't know yeah. that I needed to keep these bitcoins. Yeah. I would have had much more money. Yeah. You know, so I think that was my uh, my mistake that I did yeah. then, not understanding where bitcoin was and mm. where bitcoin was going. But I was just excited, you know, to just use those bitcoins, which I'm not doing right now. Okay. So my bitcoins, I'm not using them at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you have like a background in? forex trading or do you have a background in forex trading? Sure. Um, I started Bitcoin in 2015 yeah. and then 2016 I, I went into forex okay. and I, I mainly wanted to learn how to read the charts, mm. how to analyze, how to be a technical trader mm. and I, I, I think 2016 even though I, I studied with, with this company, there was a company in, in Senten that I, 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 I took a course with them and then later on I met another forex trader uh, who was really doing well um, and uh, Ricky, so I took his course also mm. and I, I kept on learning more and more but I was not profitable the whole of 2016 mm. and 2017 I think that's when I started trading gold um, and I, I really specialized in gold and I really did good, I did well in gold um, until somehow the market changed, you know, what I used to do didn't do so well anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I thought to myself, let me take the knowledge that I've learned 
in, in Forex and put it to cryptocurrency, mm -hmm. and uh, I never looked back ever since. Okay. And that's what I've been doing, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seems like it's like a great decision you took for yourself. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a great decision. So when did you, uh, so obviously you were part of the whole 2017 high thing, so obviously yeah. you made quite yeah. amounts of money yeah. from there, okay. Yeah. So uh, after post that, post that high, what was it like still being like the, cryptocurrency industry because obviously it dropped yeah yeah so yeah. what was the sentiments you were feeling or were you just not stressed about it or what was happening yeah. look i made a lot of money in 2017 yeah um so the whole of 2018 i wasn't worried what was going on i withdrew i withdrew my my money i think in um january uh, 2018 when I saw that it was really 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 plummeting because I had invested in different coins I invested in Bitcoin I had invested in Ethereum I had invested in a coin called Verge. Verge was my favorite coin if, mm -hmm. to give you an example how crazy this industry is I normally speak about Verge because it was my smallest investment that I did and I bought Verge in 2017 um, coins, I think I bought about 250,000 coins and they costed me 10,000 rands. Okay. And um, sometime in 2018, um, 10,000 rands was 800,000 rands. So it was crazy. Yeah. And so I withdrew all of my, my investments when I saw that the markets were, were crashing. So I withdrew all of that. The mistake that I made is I withdrew into rands. Okay. You know, and when you withdraw into rents, it means that you have to deal with the banks and you have to deal with all these people that yeah. are coming, you have to deal with taxmen and all of that. Uh, but beside that, I should have, I didn't know then, now I know, I should have actually converted my Bitcoins or my, my, my cryptocurrency into stable coins. Um, so stable coins, they are backed by US dollar. So they are always, they don't go up or go down. They are always one-to-one -one with the US dollar. Okay. So for example, the most famous stable coin is called Tether. So Tether, the value of Tether is one dollar. It will never go down, it will never go up. If it does, it's small fractions, like zero, zero, one cent. So I should have transferred and converted all of my cryptocurrency into a stable coin mm -hmm. so that when the market, I feel that the market is now ready for me to buy back, I instantly buy back without, because now having to use rents again, converting rents to Bitcoin, you pay hefty fees. Okay. And the process is quite tedious and slow because you have to uh, send your money to an exchange, then you have to trade on the exchange, then you have to send your money then there was no exchange in South Africa that had um, Tether. Mm. So you have to send your money to an international exchange and then convert to Tether. And if the market is really moving quick, you can lose quite a lot of money in that process. Okay. Yeah, so I think um, post-2017, 20, when the market was really crumbling, I, was, I wasn't investing, I wasn't doing quite a lot. I was busy with traditional business, uh, doing some property, um, business there and there, building my house, I'm in the process now of building mm -hmm. my house. So I was busy with other things, mm -hmm. you know, traditional business and say, hey, can I do some rental property, can I do this, can I do that? So that's what I was doing and um, I think it is then that a lot of people lost money because okay. a lot of people bought yeah. uh, in 2018, which was the, 
worst time that you can buy mm. because we were taking our money when people were buying. Mm. Um, so yeah, so yeah. you know a lot of things happened. <laughs> yeah, because I, I'm, I'm I'm aware that a lot of people started only like hopping on towards after that high, thinking that no, we're still going higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah because it was the hype that was created in 2017, mm. and because people. They were watching from the sidelines, if yeah, I can say yeah, that, yeah. you know, and when they saw that this thing is blowing up mm. and they, they said, wow, let's get on, but it was the wrong time to really get on. Yeah. That was the time to get off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, but um, I did uh, uh, teach a lot of people also, okay. you know, I've, I've got also students that I'm mentoring even right now. So we always know when to get into the market oh, and when okay. to come out of the market, yeah. which, is, which is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that's great. So, like, how do you experience the challenges uh, that a forex trader like, ten, tends to experience as well? Like, because uh, you know how the challenges that traders, as traders, experience. Are you also experiencing the same things, or is it quite different in your industry? Um, it's not so different, I can say, for for people, but as, as an individual, even in Forex, I was a swing trader. And I found this to be less stressful for me. I didn't have to look at the charts all the time. So I didn't look at the charts. Anything below one day, I wasn't looking at it. Mm. So I was looking at my, my chart, I was always looking at one day, one month, one week. Mm. Even now, that's what I do with cryptocurrency. Even my students, I teach them that, that we are long-term investors. And it reduces stress even from them. They don't have to look at their computer screens every single day because we find a point to buy and we relax. Mm. For example, this year we came back to the market when Bitcoin was 50,000 rands. And uh, today Bitcoin is 132,000 rands, 130,000 rands. So we knew that we can come back into the market when Bitcoin was at around that price because we knew that we are getting in at the lowest, mm. that Bitcoin cannot go under that. Mm. So, so here what we are doing now is whenever the, there's a spike, Bitcoin goes up mm -hmm. and then it comes down like now, mm. we buy the dip mm. and we relax. Yeah, you know, yeah. Bitcoin was $9,000 few weeks ago, Bitcoin is now 7,800. We are waiting for Bitcoin to get to 7,500. We buy the dip. Mm -hmm. We know that it's going to go up probably to 10,000. Yeah, if yeah. there's a spike at 10,000, we sell, we relax. You know, So we are swing traders <laughs> and investors. So I don't have a lot of emotional stress, if I can mm -hmm. say that way. So um, my, my type of investing is, is quite relaxed. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we will not work for somebody that is trying to make an income every single month. Oh, okay. Um, hence, my students, all of them are working. Mm. And I told them, do not quit your job. Mm. It will be the worst mistake. Because now you have to replace your salary. Yeah, yeah. That now it means that you need to trade daily. Mm. And now the, the, the crypto is volatile, mm. extremely volatile. If you're going to trade within a day with a small account, you you definitely going to lose you're gonna lose your money mm. yeah that's okay okay, okay no, that's great <laughs> so now you're saying that uh, cryptocurrencies are around a hundred over a hundred thousand rand for okay moving to Bitcoin now you're saying that one Bitcoin is around the value of a hundred and something thousand yeah yeah so, yeah so how does one person 
how does a person actually get involved now? Because does do I need to have a hundred thousand rand yeah. to get into the industry, or how does that work? No, you don't need a hundred thousand. Um, I, I know I explained it this way. You mentioned that you want to buy a pizza, but you can't afford to buy the whole pizza. Mm. You can always buy a slice of pizza. Mm. That's how Bitcoin is. You can buy a fraction of a Bitcoin. So if you can't afford to buy one full Bitcoin, you can always buy 1.1, I mean, sorry, 0 0.1, or you can buy 0, 0 0.002, 0 0.001, whatever it is that you can afford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are able to buy that. So if you've got 1,000 rands, you can buy a Bitcoin. Mm. If you've got 10,000 rands, you can buy a Bitcoin. So what I, what I normally advise my students to do is I tell them that if you've got 500 rands that you're not using every single month, with 500 rands, keep on buying Bitcoins every single month for the next two years because we are looking for Bitcoin to be valued at $100,000 in 2022. That's 2 million rands in 2022, one Bitcoin. Mm. So I tell them that um, just keep on adding and yeah. keep on adding and keep on adding and also other coins that we are looking um, as a team in, in, in our in our in our class. So there's we're not just buying Bitcoin, but yeah. there's other coins that we believe they have value. Mm. So those ones are cheaper. Most people they say to me, I want to own a full uh, coin, yeah. but I don't have hundred and thirty thousand rands. Then I say buy Ethereum. Okay. You know Ethereum is four thousand or whatever amount it is. I can't remember what it is now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so buy that. Mm. If you wanna go lower, buy a Ripple. It's even. I mean, I did. I did a. I did a seminar. Ripple. Yeah. Okay. Um. I did a seminar in 2017, um, in Sentin, and I remember that one of one of the coins that I was hinting out to people, I was saying buy a Ripple. Ripple was three. Was two rands, I think, mm -hmm. at that time. Okay. It was two rands, you know, and Ripple experience. I think at some point. It went all the way to 10 rands and 20 rands, mm -hmm. you know. So so that's how easy it is. So I tell people, like the coins that we are buying now, they are 10 rands, other coins are 14 rands, you know, mm -hmm. so people are sticking out on those coins. Mm -hmm. And we know that Bitcoin, it pushes the volume of all these other coins. When Bitcoin rises, these smaller coins, they rise. But Bitcoin can rise, for example, 20% or 30%. The smaller coins will rise 100% to 200% because they're still low in value. Mm. So if Bitcoin doubles, these coins 10 times, mm. they do 10 times that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we're looking at. Hence my, my investment on Verge, 10,000 rands, 800,000 rands. It's insane, right? Yeah. You know, but um, that's how these smaller coins are. That's, they move like that. But if you are caught up on the wrong side, as quickly as they move, that's as quickly as they go down. <laughs> so you need to be careful and know which coins, because there's also a lot of pump and dump in, in cryptocurrency. Okay. So there'll be certain individuals, um, especially these guys with big YouTube um, channels, they will pump a certain coin, you know, speak about this coin and pump it and pump it, and a lot of people will buy it and buy it, and then they will dump the coin. See, when they sell, an ordinary person doesn't know that I need to sell, yeah. you know. So today your coin was like that much, tomorrow, zero. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Okay, yeah. cool. So, um, how does one person actually get involved with cryptocurrency? 
trading or cryptocurrency investing? Um, well, you need to open open an exchange, an account. Um, I I own one of the exchanges, okay. so it's called Mumi. So I'm a founder of Mumi also. Okay. So what you need is. You just have to open an account, it's as easy as opening an email account mm -hmm. and you send in your verification documents uh, for FICA mm -hmm. for them because we need to comply also mm -hmm. um, with the FICA regulations and the banking industry regulations. So you send in your FICA documents and then you deposit your rents and then from there on you buy bitcoins mm -hmm. with, with the balance of uh, rents that you have. Okay. So it's as easy as that. And uh, you can choose to keep your bitcoins into the exchange, or you can move your bitcoins out to external uh, storage for safekeeping. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, that's great. And uh, how do people get a hold of that information or more information about all this uh, cryptocurrency investing? I I I tend to ask people. For example, for people that want to get free information, there's quite a lot of information on YouTube. Mm. A lot. You know, um, but as a beginner, you just need to know which is good information, which is bad information. So that's where a mentor will come into place. That's where you need a mentor to sift out all of the bad information. But if you're just looking for general information, I mean, if you go to YouTube and type what is Bitcoin, you know, you 99% of the time you're going to get accurate information about okay. what is Bitcoin. But now when you start saying how to invest into Bitcoin, how to trade Bitcoin, then you're going to get a variety of information yeah. and you don't know which one is good and which one is bad. Yeah. And that's when you, you need to... One bad thing about our industry also, there's a lot of scammers. Mm. So because of the scams that happen around Bitcoin, people tend to say Bitcoin is a scam. Mm. But Bitcoin is not a scam. Bitcoin is a currency. It is a person who scams you. Mm. I can scam you with any currency. I can scam you in South African rents. Yeah. But you can't say South African rents is a scam. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's where the problem is. Okay. Um, so because Bitcoin is uh, still unregulated in most countries and it's anonymous uh, transactions, so scammers found a, a loophole mm. to, to scam people out of their money because as soon as Somebody promises you this and that. Yeah. Mainly scammers are all the same. Fleshy yeah. cars, fleshy houses, fleshy this. And that's um, like the forex Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so once you see such things yeah. and people send you know, inboxes, inboxes, you know, um, what I'm about to say, my students can attest to that. I don't advertise my course. Mm. I don't. Um, as a matter of fact, I prefer for me to have a small group of people because I have attention, I can give my attention to those people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I don't depend on my course for income. Mm. I invest and I trade myself. Mm. So the number one uh, flag that you can raise is people that inbox you. You know, somebody inboxes you, I've got this software, I've got this, I've got that. You can make so much money. You know, it's a big red flag for me. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Because with Bitcoins, you, you send them or that person your bitcoins and they block you <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> it's over. And it's finished. You yeah. lost your money. Yeah. So people they in order to get real, real information you need to sort out and seek out those few individuals like myself who are out there and we give our people uh, genuine information. And I, I actually on, on, on my Facebook account I give people a lot of free information that mm -hmm. is genuine. Okay. You know, and I feel that I'm obligated, you know, to do that to 
lift up a lot of our African people. Yeah, yeah. And my vision is to see as many Africans as possible owning at least one Bitcoin. Mm. And that's, that's, that's my goal and that's my vision. Mm. And I, I do that with doing seminars I don't do quite often anymore. But um, I think I've been caught up with other things that I'm doing personally. When I'm done with those things, I'm going yeah. to go back again okay. and really travel and do seminars and cause an awareness for cryptocurrency without expecting anything from the people. Mm. Because this industry has taken care of me and I feel like I need to give back to the people. Okay. Yeah. No, thank you very much for coming <laughs> out. Thank you for the information. Yeah, well, man. just to close it off, do you have any advice that you might have for somebody who wants to get into this industry? Um, the best advice I can do, don't quit your job, number yeah. one, because okay. I get, you, you won't believe how many times I, I get this question. I want to be involved in cryptocurrency, can yeah. I quit my job? I said, no, yeah. don't do it. Um, make sure that you come into this industry. What I can advise them is also we, we deal a lot with the mind change, the mindset. Because a lot of people, they come here with a mindset that I'm going to get rich very quickly, mm. which is not the case. Okay. So we're building our portfolio yeah, yeah. Uh, gradually and slowly. And we know that eventually we're going to make a lot of money. Yeah. So what I'd advise somebody that wants to get into the industry, if you're working, keep your job. You know, buy bitcoins with your extra money. Mm. Make sure that you don't quit your job. You don't make reckless investments, and uh, seek out seek out education. Okay. You know that's what I can say. But the most basic free education I can say is to just buy bitcoins, withdraw in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. Okay. No, thank you very much, guys. Uh, guys, this is all things Forex with myself. As you guys can see uh, and hear for yourselves, we spoke about cryptocurrency investing today, and I was joined by Tibusa today. You can find him on Facebook, it's Instagram, Instagram it's, as well. Um, Tibusa. Yeah, but we'll leave all the information in the description below. And thank you guys very much for watching.